and welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Transportation System. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. My name is Brittany, and as always, I am joined here by my best friend and husband, Tony. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> this week on the episode... We are going to be opening up our Instagram DMs. Actually, it's from our Instagram stories. I asked last week, what are your listener questions? I think this is going to be something that we start to put up like a question box um, a couple of times a month. And then we do episodes just answering all of your questions. I love getting to do this if you follow me over on TikTok. Um, But I'm so excited to get to do this together with Tony. So, ready to get into it? Let's roll. Yeah. Um, So, um, we had seven questions submitted this past week, so we'll go through them um, in, like, no particular order. But the first one is, what are your favorite rides or memories of experiences together? This is all off the cuff. There's no looking over. This is fun. (laughs) Yep, we're just looking at the questions. I mean, is there parks? We're going by parks or no? We can do whatever you want to do. It's an open-ended question of just whatever you want. Yeah. Guardians. But what's your favorite? But that's your favorite ride. But what about memories or experiences together? The favorite memories is obviously the first trip, because everything was new. I mean, yeah. Say, our our entire first trip, and every time we go, it's our anniversary. You don't have like one particular one. Probably our bridge photo with Goofy. <laughs> we just walked into Epcot and boom, and he stepped on my foot. <laughs> big old thirteens. Yeah, that was our second day of our trip. We went to Epcot. It was like Tony said, it was our first trip. And we were staying at the Skyliner. Yeah, we were staying at Art of Animation. So we just got on Skyliner. And we were walking through the International Gateway. And Goofy was like walking right by the bridge in France. I can't remember what that shop is, but they frequently do like meet and greets there. But um, we got to meet Goofy there. It was just spontaneous. Remember, there was one person in front of us. Somebody thought it was Pluto. Yeah, she. It was someone from another country, and they're like Pluto. And like, no, it's not Pluto. <laughs> and then when she walked away, Goofy was like shaking his head and covering his eyes. It was really funny. Way off. Goofy's always my favorite character too, so that was really fun too. I mean, of course, Mickey, but that so, was fun. So top right. So we go by parts. Go by the. Park, sure, we can do that. So will be yours, other than Guardians and Epcot. Um, so my favorite. Well, why don't you go through your favorite rides first, in all the parks, and then I'll do mine in my memory. All uh, right. So Animal Kingdom. I have to go dinosaur. Yeah. It's a, it's a close one. Everest, I feel like is kind of like the the go to. Like maybe. Fan. It's like. Eh. Or Avatar. Yeah. I'm going the the underrated dinosaur. Do it. What are everybody Hollywood, hates on? What about Hollywood Studios? Uh, Hollywood Studios. Let's go. Let's go, Snoopy. Ooh. Out of nowhere. That's a random choice. Usually, you don't like to wait in line on that one. I don't. Doesn't mean I like the ride. True. Slinky Dog Dash is a really fun ride, but yeah, it gets a really long line and the queue's outside. So we don't ride it every time, too. We do ride it most trips, but if we get a Genie Plus for it. We just don't like riding, waiting in line for it. And we're going to underrate them, so maybe that's why I'm picking those. Oh, okay, what about Mountain Kingdom? Magic Kingdom, I'd say Space. 
It has everything. Yeah. Space Mountain Space Mountain's really fun. Um, I ooh, if I have to pick what my so my favorite memories of experiences together on attractions, there's so many. I could say everything from like those are magic at Magic Kingdom is an underrated favorite of mine. Nobody's gonna pick that, but that like is something you cannot miss at the Magic Kingdom. It's like it's Walt's original vision for Fantasia. He wanted the theaters to do this, like, this show that evokes all of your senses. And the theaters, the movie theaters are like, absolutely not, we're not doing that. So Disney brought it to life eventually. And this show is like 3D. It, you have sights, you have sounds, you have smells throughout the whole thing. That one's really fun. Our first trip, that was fun. And I love going there every time. Um... I honestly, like, I also like the time that we raced across the park after riding Big Thunder Mountain at the start of the fireworks. I was just going to mention Big Thunder because that's probably one of our favorite adventures. We were riding that for the first or second time, and the guy in front of us didn't know when it ended. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot about Mexico that. He had his hands up, and he was, like, going into the tunnel, slow-mo, started putting his hands down. We still do that today. Yeah, the, <laughs> the ride is, the ride was, like, ending. He's like, that guy. And he had his hands straight up in the air, and then he just, like, slowed Probably first up. time on the ride, he didn't know. I did that a couple of weeks ago. Tony was driving through. It was, like, a back road, and it was, like, hilly, and, I mean, that's as close as I'm going to get to a roller coaster right now, so I was, like, driving through, and I, like... Slowly pull my hands down. Other than Space Mountain or Car Wash. Yeah, oh yeah, Space Mountain too. Um, I would so I would say my favorite. There's so many memories. It's really hard to pick, but I would say my favorite rides are. Um, I'm gonna go with Pirates of the Caribbean at Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. I love like I love Space Mountain. Like I can ride that one repeatedly. But Pirates of the Caribbean is just amazing. Like you go through the first scene and you kind of do like this like this dip down into the water and all of a sudden you're just immersed in the story of Pirates of the Caribbean. I love that attraction for that reason. And the pirate water. Yeah, you smell the pirate Snoopy water. Pirate Our first time riding it, there was like a small child on it and the ride's not, the drop's not big, but I never knew there like was a it. drop. And I think it's like, a, it, it's not like anything like, it's a family yeah, person ride. It's a good 10, what, 10, 12 foot drop? Yeah, and it's kind of like, it's a, it's, a, it's like a slow grade because it's going underneath the railroad tracks. Like the building has to go down. Um, and, uh, but there was a little kid on it and I remember getting Front off. row. Yeah, I remember getting off and being like, that was intense. With that said, we're planning on taking our girls she on. She was holding the baby too. Yeah, with that said, we're planning on taking our girls on. That's why we'll have carriers. Anyway, that's another topic. Um, but I would say Pirates of the Caribbean at Magic Kingdom. Epcot, my favorite ride is obviously going to have to be Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I don't know what else. What's it to? Well, Guardians of the Galaxy also. What's number two would be? What would two be? Oh, my second favorite? Um, hmm. Either Soren or Finding Nemo, which is like a very unpopular. Spaceship Earth. Oh, I didn't think about Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I forgot about that too. Spaceship Earth is cool too. But Finding Nemo, if we're going underrated on this, Finding Nemo is extremely underrated. Like, I love that attraction and I could ride it over and over and over again. We do typically ride it a couple times. To get to the aquarium. Yeah. But you know what? My favorite memory, and then I'll finish up with my, um, with my favorite rides, was our last trip to Disney in February. We were staying at Beach Club. 
and we had got like five days of park tickets, but we decided we were doing a resort day one day. And that night for dinner, we decided we were going to go into Epcot and we had the best night. It was so much fun. We, um, pulled up, you pulled like an, uh, like an app on your phone and we put it's all a, a randomizer. Yeah. A randomizer. We put all the pavilions in the world showcase into it. And then we drew for like, um, pre like dinner drinks, appetizers, entrees, dessert, and then like post dinner drinks. It was, that was so much fun. That is my favorite memory from Disney. I think. I'll say my other one of my memories is always the boathouse. It was our first night we get there and it's just like, <sighs> we're here. We're here. Let's drop a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. Like we're here. Nothing else matters. We're back in our favorite place. Boathouse is always fun too. I remember like our last trip, whenever we go in February, they've always inevitably, there's like an ice storm here and we're always, they always scoot right out of town. Yeah. We're always like sitting on the patio or like inside or something and it's warm and we're having a drink and everybody at home is like, so it's miserable text. <laughs> preparing have rides. fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite ride over at Hollywood Studios, Hollywood Studios is like by far my favorite park. I love Hollywood Studios. I would like to live there if I could. Um, we should, there. we should move in. Um, I would say at Hollywood Studios, my favorite ride is probably going to be Millennium Falcon Smuggler. Not Tower of Terror. No, I don't like Tower of Terror. Yeah, we're not huge drop fans. We like roller coasters. We like throw rides. Disney. We'll do it. We'll do it. We like Disney throw rides. We do Tower of Terror, but it's not, not, not yeah, a choice. We've done Tower of Terror before. Yeah. Um, but I love Millennium Falcon Smuggler Jump. I just think that that attraction is so cool. We aren't Star Wars people by any means. But we love Galaxy's Edge. Like, we typically spend, I'd say, like, half a day in Galaxy's Edge. I think I was just thinking about a public service announcement. Don't listen to the critics and the people who think they know. Oh, go good. Whether the rides give you motion sickness yeah. or whatever, find out for yourself. Because we've stopped. We didn't go on multiple rides because we thought, oh, well, we're going to motion sickness and blah, blah. We didn't. Or, Star Tours or whatever. Yeah. That, one's, that one will. We haven't, but... We skipped out on a lot of rides for the first couple of trips. We thought we we get sick or whatever. So. Star Tours, also Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. We didn't ride for a long time because we thought that we would get motion sickness. I thought you could get motion sickness on dinosaurs. Cause I'd heard that. Um, Guardians no of the Galaxy is a big one. If you're someone who has severe motion sickness, obviously maybe it's something to be aware of. But don't just like go off the like like the vlogs or the critics, like Tony said. Especially Disney has it tamed down to where they know. Pretty much anybody can ride the rides. Right. And one of the coolest things about Disney is you can always ask the cast members, hey, um, where on, and I've done this before on Star Tours, um, what's the best spot to sit in to avoid motion sickness? And they'll tell you, like, on Star Tours, it's a, it's a simulator, so they'll tell you, like, middle row, and they'll place you in that row. Like, they're more than happy to accommodate middle, your class. Yeah. And then I was the Rebel Spy, which I don't even know what that means. But that was pretty fun. She just looks scared. Because I, I asked like three different cast members like where to sit and stuff. And then they placed me and then all of a sudden I was a real spy. It was really fun. Um, so I would say also my favorite over at Animal Kingdom. I'm going to have to go with... Uh, I'm going to have to go with Dinosaur too. Oh, I'm going to say Tough Beat Bug. Oh, but I do love Tuskegee Bug. I like Tuskegee Bug because I like listening to all the kids cry and scream. That's our morning tradition. The first time we get in there, we get coffee, and we sit down and get some good laughs. Yeah, everybody else, that's not the, the show's true. funny, but we get to laugh at everybody else because 
There's at least six kids that go crying out of that every It's time. our favorite attraction to go. We get a Joffrey's before we walk into the park. It's our favorite attraction to go to. We like sip our coffees while we're watching the, while we're watching the show. And it's a really fun show. Again, it's another show that invokes all your senses. But that's really Don't be mad when you hear screaming. Just get... It's funny. Yeah. We laugh really hard. The doors hard. start swinging open on the left side. Yeah. We laugh. <laughs> yeah. We laugh really hard at that. Um, so, yeah. That, that, I would say dinosaur and it's tough to be a bugsman here. I like Expedition Everest, too. It's really fun. Do you remember, like, riding Expedition Everest and you got off it and you're like, I don't think that I like that ride. Like, I, I like it, but I psych myself out on rides. That's one, too. Depending on where you're at, it's intense. Yeah, I psych myself out on it, and I'm like, I psych myself out on rides, and I'm like, I don't want to get on, on them, and then we'll either be halfway through the ride or getting off of it, and I tell Tony, that was the best ride ever, and he's like, yeah, that was a little intense on that one. Yeah, if you want to get thrown around and get a really good throw, get back the back seat, back row, back yeah. part on that one. Yeah, because when you go backwards, it just feels more intense. You're feeling everybody's weight in front of you. Speaking on that, you got to remember talking about the time you dipped out of me and going rough and rolling. <laughs> Uh, time. When was that? That was our second trip to Disney, I think. We we were like... I There's no closing time. There was no Fast Pass or Genie Plus because it was during the vid. And we were eating at Sci-Fi Dine-In. And Tony was like, I've got to ride Rock and Roller Coaster. Like, I'm not There's things that you can't ride. leave. So you're like, you've been thinking about this for a year, planning this trip, and then you went out like, no, I'm going on this thing. I have to know what it's like. Good or bad, I'm getting on this thing. And I... Literally got in as they were shutting their gate on it. We both walked in, and because the year before we had a process for it, and I think we canceled it, but we both walked in, and I told Tony, I was like, I just ate. I don't think I should ride this. So they put it Tony. was more than that. You got scared. No, I know. More I know, but I, I, well, I use that as an excuse. But Long story short, I hopped in out the front cart of this thing. <laughs> I never went in that car by myself. And it was a fun ride. We should she, have saved that yeah. ride photo. I don't think we had Memory Maker back then. Which, as a side note, we always get Memory Maker now because it's yeah. always worth it. Um, the next question is, do you think it's overrated to wake up early for Rope Drop and Genie Plus on vacation? I think meaning like setting up Genie Plus on vacation. That's that's nothing for us because it's not really that early. You're 7. I mean. It's 6 a.m. at home, but yeah. You're which excited, we're usually you're excited on vacation anyway, so you're not really sleeping in anyway. True. But that's a, that's a, it's that's kind of what you have to rope drop. We really don't even really do. No, I talk frequently about how I'm not a big fan of rope drop. Um, at Magic Kingdom, rope drop used to be a physical thing where they would drop the rope in the morning. They don't do that anymore because of early entry for a resort guest. So instead, when you do quote unquote rope drop at Magic Kingdom, what that means is you're going into the park for early entry for a resort guest. When Magic Kingdom opens for early entry for resort guests, it's only opening Fantasyland and Tomorrowland. That means it funnels everybody in to those two lands rather than, like, the other lands of the Magic Kingdom. So we're not big proponents of it. We usually take our time. We have a coffee in the morning. That's typically what we do before we go into every single park. And we, instead, when everybody's over, like, finishing up their morning Fantasyland and Tomorrowland, we have left to Adventureland. So I'm not a big proponent of rope drop either. I also think you can be really stressful to try to get your family. Well, now there's so many ways to get all your rides done. With right. All the, the app and everything. There's the, or if you want to just buy something or, you know. Yeah. It's really not even. Yeah, you, you want to ride. You're waiting a couple of lines either way, you know. Yeah. You get everything done, then you're, then, then what? 
Yeah, and with Genie Plus, like, waking up early for Genie Plus, like Tony said, that's not a big deal to us. We are usually up at home at, like, 6 or 6.30 every morning anyway. So it's really not the big deal to be up at the same time over Well, now that you can stack them, you definitely want to do that, too. We walked in several times and already had, you know, two-plus rides we could go get on. Yeah, and the way that our trips go, I plan everything on the front end. I'm big on planning everything on the front end. Once we get there... I used to like plan like our Genie Plus attractions and all that stuff. Tony takes over and he really Genie like Plus snub. Yeah, he is a Genie Plus like snob. And I sometimes have to tell him like, hey, let's just enjoy the day and not have all of these stacked lightning lanes. Especially at the Magic Kingdom. The Magic Kingdom I'm like, there's so much to do outside of attractions. But um yeah, I well and with Genie Plus too, you can always buy it on the app quickly. And then you can get your first lightning lane. You can't get another one for two hours later. So you can always go back to sleep or something like that. What are your favorite shoes to wear at Disney? Well, that one just comes down to comfort. Yeah. I would never do sandals. No. Never do Crocs. People love Crocs. If you run, bring your running shoes. True. Obviously, just don't don't bring a brand new pair of shoes you never walked around. But that one's pretty easy. Just make sure it's comfortable. I think we mentioned in the first podcast, like, the things that we learned from Disney is Disney's an extremely active vacation. Like, you're walking 20,000 steps in a day. And our second day, we were soaking our feet in the bathtub. And our last day at Disney during our first trip, I told Tony, like, my dog's a Birkin. And he's like, how old are you? No, we were literally, we were literally soaking our feet in the, <laughs> in the tub. That was before we ever, like, started going on any occasional walks. And we were yeah. just like, wow. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely more active now, but at the same time, too, wear shoes that are comfortable to you at home. Um, I always share over on my, like, TikTok and my bio is a shop LTK link, and I always share, like, weekly outfits for the Disney parks on there. Each week, I put, like, tennis shoes on there, um, like, as part of each outfit for the parks, and those are, like, my tried and true shoes for the parks. For me, like, I love wearing Nikes in the parks. I love wearing Converse in the parks. But everybody's foot's like shaped a little bit different. So like Tony said, if you're a runner, I use your transition throughout the day too. You mean throughout the trip? Yeah, the day or the trip or multiple times a day, I'll switch up shoes. And wear the same ones when we go eat dinner. We're all in the park all day long, but different bring a couple pair. Yeah, I always get hate on TikTok for saying that like I love Converse and Nikes in the parks. People are like, those aren't comfortable, but they'll say that Adidas are comfortable to them, and those aren't comfortable to me. So it really just depends on your foot. Our next one is a. One that we haven't done yet. Nope. How do you expect your trip to change with the babies? So, um... We don't know. We really haven't talked about the babies that much on here. So right now we are pregnant with identical twin girls, and they are due on Christmas Day of 2023. Um, So our... Plan is to go back to Disney hopefully in February for our anniversary because they'll likely be born early. Sure, where things were crazy. Yeah, but that's just what we do. That's our lifestyle. So we're going to take them along for the ride. Um, and one of them just kicked right now. Um, February of 20, February 2024, we'll either take them back or we'll take them back in late March or early April. Basically, as soon as we can safely get them back to Disney. So we already talked about it, and obviously, we're not opposed to either having. You have more resort time. Right. We're not going to be in the parks all day long, probably, which is fine with me. I mean, once we, we, since we, we've pretty much done almost everything there is to do. Yeah. We don't have to do everything every single trip. So I we'll think spend some more time at, at the resort or pool, whatever. Something that I, something that I tell people um, when they're asking, like, when should I take my kids to Disney? Is there's no right or wrong age to take a child to Disney or anyone to Disney. 
We've seen newborn babies at Disney. We've seen... You just can't have your expectations the same as you've always had. Yeah. Remember the lady, the, like, lady in her 90s that we saw at Epcot having the best time? I think she was by herself, like, wearing Mickey ears. Like, Walt Disney built the parks. His intention for the parks was for everyone. And most of the rides at Disney are, um, have, like, no height requirement. Um, so it's, like, a really perfect opportunity to bond as a family. What we are planning on doing is, like Tony said, um, I've done a lot of research into, like, the resorts to stay at that I think we'll stay at. So we'll probably plan on staying at Caribbean Beach or on the Skyliner because you don't have to collapse a stroller down to get on the um, Skyliner or the monorail. And then once they're a little bit older, we'll probably do a monorail resort. It'll probably be later in the mornings. We'll go every time, I'm sure, too. Yeah, or just what? Yeah, whatever works best for their schedule. Um, I also we like registered particularly for like the upper baby stroller because since they're twins, then we can just put them like both in there. And then we're also planning on to like using carriers, like infant carriers in the park. So Tony and I will each have a carrier. That way, when we go on attractions, they can ride in there. They're more secure. Like Tony was saying earlier, the baby that they were just being held on like Pirates of the Caribbean. It just gives you a little bit more security. At the end of the day, we have knowledge, but we have no clue. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I act like we have it all figured out. So I think no I think our biggest plan is to just go with the flow with them. Like whatever they want to do. We'll probably do more quick service meals. Um Yeah, we probably won't be sitting down as much probably. Yeah, well, or like eating at Casey's Corner, we can just pull the stroller up there. We don't have to leave the stroller outside. You know what I mean? Like so if they're asleep. Then we can just pull the stroller up right there and eat at the tables rather than like waiting outside. Um, that'll probably be one thing. We're also too like with staying on the Skyliner route or the Mario route, you can easily get back to um, your resort. So if we need to take like a break in the middle of the day and come back, where so you I think the back. biggest takeaway, the biggest point is probably going to be to stay close to the Magic Kingdom when you have little ones, probably, huh? Yeah. No. I would say it depends. I think, like, for a girl's first trip, who's only going to be a few months old, it's not really going to matter. Like, we can stay on the Skyliner route. You know what I mean? Because you still have quick access to Magic to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. Um, I think once they're older, yes, um, we'll stay at the Monorail Resorts because we'll probably spend most of our time there. Especially since they're girls. They'll want to be... The goals. The goals, as our niece calls them. They'll want to be closer to, like, the princesses and all of that stuff. Anything else on that one? Um, I'm trying to think. So, carriers for the rides. That's, like, my big one. Um, being flexible. Um, probably more quick service. And not being opposed to taking, like, midday breaks and going back and forth. Anything else? Oh, more resort days. Resort time. I think we're blessed, too, that we've been to the parks several times, like, to where we don't have to... I love doing open to close at the parks. Like that's so much fun. Well, we never even we always enjoy the resort, but right. If we do a full day, it's like maybe half a day. We don't really kind of see it all, do it all. Yeah. So spending a full day or two at the resort, but definitely pick a definitely pick a resort that you want to spend more time at, and not you know they have a lot more to offer. Yeah. So I guess maybe in that sense, we'll do a deluxe resort or. I'm really leaning toward us staying at Caribbean Beach because Caribbean Beach, I feel like, is like kind of a, a Polynesian resort on a more um, economical budget now. Caribbean Beach has redone a lot of like the standard youth, the sleeper rooms for to the new Little Mermaid theming, which is great. We'll either have a pack and play or two in the room because of the girls. 
Um, so one bed folds into the wall, which will be perfect for space. Um, there, it's also really close to Riviera, so we can go like walk over to Riviera. And um, it has Sebastian's Bistro, which you and I were talking about the other day. Supposedly, the chef from Ohana moved over to Sebastian's Bistro, and it's a Caribbean-style family um, dining restaurant rather than a Hawaiian style. So we want to try that out too. So either probably like Caribbean Beach or a deluxe resort. We'll kind of figure out. Hopefully we can put... I know we've never stayed at the Poly. That's probably our next bucket list one. Probably. Yeah, the Poly is probably the next one. We've ate there a few times. We've never stayed there. No. We go to the, we go to the Poly every single trip, but we have not gotten to stay there yet. Another pro tip. Always go to the resorts you're not staying at. Check them out. Eat at them. And yep. See if you want to do your next trip either. I'm hoping that we can put our next Disney trip on the books in a couple of weeks. You can always move it out, but I'm hoping that we can. So the next question is yours. Do you wear ears, or how do you wear your hair at, at Disney? Tony, how do you wear your hair at Disney? I usually wear my hair under a hat. <laughs> but what kind of hats do you wear? Yeah, whatever I got. No, you have a... Alright, a couple... The first trip I got a... Donald, Donald Duck. Donald Duck. I got a Donald Duck hat. Yeah, you definitely gotta be all in. And the I... Last couple trips I haven't done that, and I, it didn't feel different. I know, and every trip I'm like, cool. every trip I'm like, just wear your Donald Subtle. Duck hat, just wear your Donald Duck hat, and he like won't even bring it. They used to have. I wanted to get a new one, but they didn't really have any new ones. Really, they <laughs> wanted to get the what was the Timon. Timon. I would, I was, I would have got that one, but they didn't. Was have it Timon? It. No, it was Pumbaa. Pumbaa. Yeah. Yeah, the Pumbaa. Big old Pumbaa. So they threw that one out because it wouldn't sell my gifts. I love when Tony's in a theme. Like I'm always wearing. I always wear ears at the park. Um, I typically I have a tutorial on my TikTok of how I wear my hair at Disney. It's, I just curl it. Um, but if it's warmer months of the year, I'll usually do like bubble braids in it, um, just so it's like off my neck. But I also always have a claw clip with me, so I can just like twist it up. But I always wear ears in the parks. I typically get my ears from Shop Disney. Or I have a couple of friends that have um, ear shops, and I also link those in my like to know it weekly outfits too. Um, so I'll typically wear like ears, but I like when Tony is in a theme. And so well, let's close into the next question. What's your go-to outfits in, in particular Magic Kingdom? Because we always have shirts, though. We always wear shirts for sure. It's always usually our anniversary, so we have the anniversary shirts we had made last year, which is my idea. Yeah, that was funny. We idea. always have we always wear our Disney shirts. We don't just wear plain plain no. You dumb it down, it's not as fun. Um, I Tony Tony gives me a hard time because he says I like to do subtle Disney. Um, so sometimes I'll wear like an athletic dress or but I typically at the Magic Kingdom, I'm typically wearing some type of like t shirt. I don't think that I I like maybe Animal Kingdom will wear like an athletic dress or something like that. But usually a t shirt like a theme to the Haunted Mansion, or theme. Yeah, our anniversary shirt last year we wore dinner. No. Yeah, we wore our anniversary shirt last year. Um, I've also bought like dresses before to wear in the parks, and I have a jean jacket that says "Leader of the Club" on the back of it with like Mickey Mouse embroidered. So there's always something like Mickey in it. Like Magic Kingdom is just the most classic park. Tony's usually wearing a shirt that says "Here for the Snacks" because one of our favorite podcasts that we listen to, Unlocking the Magic, has a store and they have "Here for the Snacks." Um, and they're all in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, and they're all like Magic Kingdom snacks. Um, but yeah, I guess that's like our. I don't know. We always try to theme it. Either way, don't just wear regular clothes. You gotta come themed. Yeah. Wear a Disney shirt or ears or whatever. Magic you Kingdom is the park that to me is classic. So like, I'm wearing something with Mickey on it, 
or wearing something themed to one of the attractions. Epcot to me is a park because it's like theme deals with countries and stuff. I'm still wearing, I'm wearing ears, but I might be like dressed up a little bit more or something like that. Hollywood Studios is the most like vintage of the parks to me. So I always theme my outfits to like vintage Mickey, like Steamboat Willie or something like that. Um, and then Animal Kingdom is like the most like tropical and jungle. So it's always kind of like, Animal Kingdom also is the warmest of the parks. So if you're going during warm weather, I always recommend wearing like athletic like wear or something I like that. I don't understand that still. Because there's so many trees, it makes it more humid. I think it, it's hot or it's hot. Just, you don't hear people say, Animal Kingdom is the hottest park because it has trees. <laughs> and then Magic Kingdom is the hottest because it doesn't have trees. Magic Kingdom has like the most, no, Magic Kingdom and Epcot have the most indoor attractions. Right. Either way, it's hot, it's hot, it's not, it's not. Yeah, that's Don't true. Don't blame the park for the weather. That's true. That's true. So the next one is one we st we haven't done. No, we will do this one with our girls. This is the future one too. What's your favorite character meal? How many other? So there are, uh, I want to say eight or eight. I want to say there's About eight or eight. ten. Um, so you can go, you can dine with everyone from Mickey and his friends to um, Winnie the Pooh and, and the gang to princesses at the Magic Kingdom. We have never done a Chef character. Chef is that contemporary? Yes, and that's my least favorite to recommend. Probably me too. I was thinking about Epcot. Garden Grill? Uh-huh. Garden Grill, there's also after. I said the location of it. Yeah, Garden Grill is. It's kind of a weird, but it's, it's kind of cool. It's in the Land Pavilion, and it's a rotating, slow rotating restaurant. The food there is kind of like an American style, like family style food. That's kind of like, I don't know. I'd say it's like almost like Thanksgiving meal. But um, Mickey, the characters are there, so they can't really go anywhere. So that's where uh, <laughs> they can't go anywhere. I think probably the best one is where we just did Rizzo's Builders Lodge. Yeah, story of anxiety, Ernest Point. I like referring like I like referring my clients to Topolino's Terrace at Revere. That is going to be our girls' first character dining experience because the food is supposed to be phenomenal. It's at the top of the Revere. So it's for us, for them. And <laughs> the character act interactions are great. So it's like a it's like a home run for all three. Um, it's dining with Mickey and his friends and like their artisan best. I like referring my clients to that one. Cinderella's Royal Table. This is a very unpopular opinion, but I don't recommend that one because the price is so expensive. Yes, you get to dine with princesses in the Magic Kingdom, but you can also dine with them over at Epcot at Acker Shoes Royal Banquet Hall in the Norway Pavilion, and it's less expensive. The only difference is you're trading Cinderella for, I want to say Snow White or Belle, which I prefer Belle over Cinderella anyway. That's just personal opinion, but it's just really up to you on like, what you want to do. So at Wilderness Lodge, refuse. Wilderness Lodge, <laughs> sorry. Skip the one I was just talking Wilderness about. Lodge is... Um, storybook dining at Artist Point, where you get to dine with Snow White. We walked past that one, and I was actually kind of a little jealous. Like, the food I've heard is great. We've I've had clients and friends that have eaten there, and they've said that it's great. The character dining experience, you get to dine with some dwarfs, Snow White, and then at the end, the evil queen comes out, and there's, like, a dessert presentation. Um, and that one's, like, an incredibly, like, themed restaurant. I feel like if you're looking for like a theme for a character dining, uh, storybook dining at Artist Point would be the way to go. Yeah, just a really cool resort. We just stayed at not too long ago. And yeah. And everything. Yeah, we love Wilderness Lodge. The pool, the outdoor bar, you got the, you know, the character meal. You basically have it all there. Wilderness Lodge. Amazing. 
walk-in lobby. Well, Lunas Lodge is the least expensive of the Magic Kingdom area resorts because it's not on the monorail. But to me, I, I, you have a boat that takes you over to the Magic Kingdom. It's just amazing. I wouldn't mind staying there every time. And maybe we'll stay there with the girls. And except they have bus transportation to like Hollywood Studios, Epcot, and Animal Kingdom. That's the only downfall. But the cool thing is, over in um, I'm blanking on the name of the DVC villas. That's what they're called. <laughs> in, DVC villas. In the DVC villas section, uh, Copper Creek, there is a lounge called the Carolwood uh, Pacific Lounge, and it's all thing. Walt Disney was a huge train fan. Which some people say that's why he created Disneyland. It's and not really a lounge, though. It's basically just their kind of like a little lobby. You know, when you walk in, it's where the gym's at. So it's the only reason we knew it was there. Yeah, it's almost just like a, like a study area. Nobody's like, ever there. It's there's cool. rocking chairs. There's a fireplace and stuff. But there's all of this like history from Walt Disney on the walls, and it's so cool um, to go through and look at like the history of like what he loved about trains and all this stuff. And then there's like a like a full, is it a full scale or like a shrunk down to scale model of like it's like one one car? I think that it was his. I think. Yeah, anything that's Walt that's Disney. That's just a cool like, thing because you don't even know half of it. You get you get to do a little research before you go to these places and know you're not going to miss that. On we stuff. didn't even know that that was there, and I don't know how we figured out that it, it was, was our there. fake workouts in the morning. We were cruising. Over <laughs> no, we actually worked out. You did more so than me, but. Um, we uh, walked in there and we saw that and we were like, this is really cool. And at Disney World, there's not a ton of stuff that has like Walt Disney artifacts, I guess, other than over at Hollywood Studios. Or maybe we just probably don't know about it all. Yeah, I guess we don't know about it. Well, there's it, always more to explore. Yeah, that's, a, that's why you gotta keep going back. So, that's our questions. Yeah, those are our seven questions for this week. Like I said, we'll keep doing this. this is to me, this is really fun. Um, to bring back the memories. Yeah, and to get to kind of talk off like we're not like have, we're not planning out. I love doing the podcast and I love planning everything out, but this is just really fun to get to just like answer your questions. So what I will do is um I'm the one that like runs our Instagram like and I'll put up stories and stuff like that. So I'll put up an answer like a question and answer box like um every Wednesday when the podcast comes out and then we'll collect them and do a couple of these listener questions episodes um every other week so that is going to do it for this week's episode but we hope that hope answered all of your burning questions about the Disney parks let us know if you have any other ones head over to the double dose of Disney fam on Instagram and drop those in our stories in the question box and as always please 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 subscribe to the podcast leave a rating and a review on your um, on apple podcast or your favorite podcast platform and we will see you next time see y'all guys next time